Now this is Hollywood Unlocked. What up, everybody? This is Jay Celine. This is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yeah, it was DJ Damage. Let's get the show started. Yo, we got a champ in the building. I don't know how we did it, but Serge Ibaka actually showed up. Yeah, yeah. we do. <laughs> how you doing, Serge? We gotta bring Wait, that microphone right. Yeah, there. Just scoot it over. There it is. No, oh. to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You do interviews. You're a pro. So listen, yeah. I was telling. Um, oh, I was damaged. Melissa, this is Serge. You guys Serge. Yeah, what's up, bro? Good to meet you, man. Yes, sir. Pleasure to meet you. What? <laughs> no, you're just smiling today. It's great. So we were at dinner the other night. And I said, "Hey, Serge, you know, I would really love. You know, we have our new show. We're national, heard all over the country. Now we would love for you to come on our show because you know we we want to talk to the people that we actually love. Mm-hmm. And I follow 103 people at the time. I only followed 100, but I ran across three cute people this weekend, so I followed them. But I follow you because I really think Serge is probably one of the nicest people on the planet. He helped my city win a championship. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was major. Yeah." yeah. Yeah, 24 years in the NBA. You guys needed it. Wait, that was the first time ever? Yep. Mm-hmm. Really? So how, mm-hmm. how you've been on the team for how many years now? Um, this is my third year now. Third year. Yeah, I'm going my fourth year for ne- after next year. Your fourth, fourth and final year or fourth, just fourth for now? You know, uh, NBA is business. You never know, you know, but I would like to stay, mm-hmm. but business is business, man. Mm-hmm. So I'll be honest, this is probably the only year I've watched this much basketball. Um, <laughs> and, and it was early on because I got to know Serge, but then when they started playing, I don't know, I just kind of felt like, man, they gonna make it to the finals, and then they made it to the finals and then won. So. I was so proud. Like, I'm not a huge basketball fan just because of just like, it seems like Golden State was winning every single year. Mm-hmm. But this was the first time where I was just like, Ooh, hold on. We might actually have a real shot at this. Yeah, especially you coming from Toronto, it's kind of mm-hmm. normal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I really. This is how proud I was. Y'all killed my Sixers, right? That that you. That's my team. Yeah, we death. did. But you from Philly? From Philly, born and raised. Okay. But I still was going for y'all because I just love the way the team came together. I love the way y'all all play. I love how y'all all you know role players. So it felt good when y'all won. It felt Thank like you. the whole East Coast won. Thank mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. But did you feel, did you did you believe that you guys could win? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, since you know since the beginning of the season when we got Kawhi and Danny Green. And uh, you know, I know like we had a chance, we had a chance. And then uh, we had uh, Mark Gasol, mm-hmm. and then that's why it really gave us, you know, a lot of confidence. What's your thoughts about Kawhi leaving Toronto? But listen, you know, you know, gonna blame someone. It's a business, but you know. yeah, it's a business, and also someone wanna go back home, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nothing where like home. Mm-hmm. So you know, like me, you know, we don't have, I don't have NBA, you know, in Congo, mm-hmm. unfortunately, but you know. If we had NBA team in Congo, I would go love to go play back home. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something about home. Like, and then he did what he was what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he bring the the trophy in Toronto in the city of Canada, and then he say, "No, it's time for me to go home." So you know, going to blame someone like that. So, so speaking about going back to the Congo, you did go back when you won. Yeah. And I know when we first met, I said, um, so tell me your story. And you said, go watch my documentary. <laughs> and I actually went back yeah, and watched the documentary. One of the reasons I told you to go watch my documentary because uh, my story is, is it's kind of crazy mm-hmm. and long stories. So to try to explain some someone who never been in Africa to, they cannot really understand it. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for you if you watch my documentary and you right away you're going to know where I come from, who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, if I'm trying to explain to you about me, or I'm gonna tell you about myself. Now, those day everybody do, does does that, mm-hmm. right? So, 
thank God I have, I have a place where you can you can go and watch and know who I am personally. Because I think, like, I believe, right, if any anybody who do, does know me, if they go out there on YouTube and tap my name and watch my documentary, right away they're going to know who I am, what kind of type of person I am. So that's why I, I told you that. So the documentary is called Son of the Congo. Mm -hmm. And I would tell you, you couldn't have even explained your, your history. You couldn't have explained where you came from because you wouldn't have in a conversation like mm -hmm. you have to watch the documentary because mm -hmm. when you see you you're polished you're you know people love you you're very positive you're also very private and you smell very good I, do he want he's a hater by the way what, he won't tell is, you where he got the cologne what but, does this have to do with uh, my story but i'm <laughs> but i'm saying that i think when people see you they the don't aesthetic well no when people see you they don't always know like people come with a journey like mm -hmm. people come with history that's true and mm -hmm. then i remember when we were part of the conversation we were at a pretty fancy restaurant my friend was eating and you said, I used to eat that. And you said, I used to eat the scraps off of other people's plates because you were homeless. I would have never thought that about you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but this is why what I did. And when I, when I, after we won the, the trophy, the NBA championship, uh, I went back home with the, um, the trophy. And I went at exactly the same spot I used to go eat. Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, I, just, I just wanted to do it because uh, it was actually my first time you know, eating out there a full meal, like buying a full meal with my own money. It was for the first time. So mm. it felt it felt it felt good, you know. And I always love to go back and then do the things I, I used to do because that's where I get my peace of mind. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not about now because I'm NBA championship or mm -hmm. I play the NBA or the money gonna make me again make me, you know, that's where I find where I find my peace of mind is when I you know, I think about the things I used to do, go back home, be with my people. For people That's that right. for people that weren't able haven't been able to see the documentary, um, obviously you know we'll provide the information for it underneath the show. Um, but you were born and raised in the Republic of the Congo, hundred percent pure from the motherland. Mm -hmm. um, it, but you also lived a, a part of the time in France. No, in Spain. In, in Spain, four, four years in Spain. Yeah, but okay. he, he was taught French in school. In yes. school in, in Congo. Yeah. Okay. In Brazzaville. Okay. What was it like being raised? In the motherland, because, you know, propaganda will have people thinking about Africa in, you know, just Nigeria scammers. Exactly. You know, like That's so what they say out here. I'm, I, I'm saying I, I know a lot of great Nigerians. I'm just saying that New York is a scammer, too. So huh? I'm from the Bay. I'm a scammer. From I'm, a scammer. I'm from the Bay. Okay, yeah, you guys. Sorry. Let me <laughs> you don't wheel it back Nigeria. again. Okay, but, yeah. pro you know, propaganda will have people thinking that Africa is, you know, this desolate place that you're li literally, you know, fighting animals off for food and it's just filled with children who are starving and stuff like that. What was it like growing up in the Republic of the Congo? You know, it's, you know, honestly, it's different than growing up here mm -hmm. or, you know, but it's not like people think about, mm -hmm. you know, like you say, Sometimes people think like we out there playing jungle, mm -hmm. or you know, you know, it's not like that. You know, like actually, you know, li I love life in Africa. Mm -hmm. You know, if I if I have opportunity to have a job in back home in Congo, mm -hmm. you know, I don't think I would try to you know come mm -hmm. here. It just you know, you know, it's everywhere we come from. You know, is some rich people and poor people. Mm -hmm. You know, just a different way of being poor out there. It just it just hard, mm -hmm. right? Here you can you can have you know you can have nothing but at least you know you got you know uh, you know you, you got a you know secretary show mm -hmm. it can help you but in Africa you know I think it's more what we're missing in Africa is more about organization mm -hmm. than what people think mm -hmm. you know just to be organizers that's what we miss most in Africa mm -hmm. you know because here you guys are so organizers mm -hmm. right like when you when you 
when you're on the street, something happened to you, you call a 911, mm -hmm. you know. Infra in infrastructure yeah, exactly L less than 30 minutes is gonna be here you mm -hmm. know in africa like people dies because you know you call 911 and mm -hmm. it's gonna take five six hours together you know gotcha. mm -hmm. i think those those little things that's what really make difference mm -hmm. so infrastructure you know? yeah, yeah but yeah. you know to me you know life in africa is, is good it's peace man mm -hmm. yeah um growing up what made you get into basketball like what's that inspiration because i would assume people in the congo would probably play soccer, soccer. like yeah, other yeah, sports yeah. What was that motivation to play basketball, especially to that level of where you took it to? He's seven foot tall. Yeah, boy, boy, not only that. You're right about that too, but I got my motivation because my mom and my dad used to play basketball. Mm -hmm. Okay. Overseas? Like no, in, in Congo. In, in Congo, Congo. Okay. Yeah, in Congo, with the national team there. Mm -hmm. And then that's where I started to play basketball. And also, you know, my, my dad used to force me to go play basketball. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he didn't want me to, he didn't let me to play soccer because he said, you used to, you too tall for soccer. So he, he used to, he used to kill my, you know, like, he used to, you know, kill kill my confidence right. oh. because soccer. you wanted to play soccer. soccer. I'm sure everybody yeah, I wanted, plays yeah, because, soccer. Because you know it's soccer because on TV we watch soccer's, you mm -hmm. know, and everybody wears soccer jersey. Yeah, nobody watched basketball. Mm -hmm. or, you know, only basketball players I know it was Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, and you don't watch basketball games at least like uh, I don't know. You don't really watch basketball games. So you know, as a young man, like your dream was to play some something. You know, everybody loved to watch it. Everybody's fan of you know like I remember we used to watch soccer games. You know, if your favorite team won the game, everybody everybody used to be in the street running up and down, singing about that team, you mm -hmm. know, the players. So, so as a young man, like man, I want to play soccer. But my dad used to kill my, you know, my confidence about soccer. You're too tall. You, you know, it's never gonna work for you. And he was right. But was basketball like your in your mind? Did that become your way out of homelessness and not having much? Yes, and also one of the thing about basketball I loved about basketball is you know when I didn't have you know you know food. Or nothing, or let's say in Christmas, I have no, no, no place to go. I used to go play basketball. So when I go spend my, I used to go spend all day, you know, and and play ground playing basketball, and it used to help me to forget about all my situations. Mm -hmm. Were you, you know? in love with it though? Because like Floyd, yeah, Floyd's become the love. I, be, I just become love. Like that's where, I, that's where I used to go. You know, find my, you know, my peace. You know, I used to go out there when I'm when I'm playing basketball. I just, I, I used to forget about. If I have food after or not, mm -hmm. and I just and sometimes I wake up in the morning, I, I don't have even breakfast. Mm -hmm. I didn't have an, even breakfast, right? I go play basketball and I spend my all day out, uh, all day out there, just drink water and play basketball, play basketball, and then go back home, and then try to find if you have food or no. You so, know? so when you back when when you went back to the Congo with the trophy and there was the video we posted on Hollywood a lot with you and all the kids, what did that feel like and like what did they get from that? What they get is inspiration, man, mm. because when I was young, I didn't have that. Yeah, I didn't have that. Now you know they, they have that now. Who are your? It's it's you know it would be safe to assume that you are their hero. You know at this of course. point. So who were your heroes when you were growing up in the Congo? You know I uh, I think my dad was my hero. Okay. You know my dad, and uh, and that's important to hear. God, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. My dad was my hero, and uh, that's what I got. I, I really got my motivations because I wanted to be like my dad, playing basketball like my dad, mm -hmm. and then then. Um, you know, with the situation alive, because my dad growing up, he had different situ life situation than me. Mm -hmm. You know, because his parents had, you know, some little money. They had money. Yeah, they had money. And they used to go to good school. My dad used to be cool. He used to, and he, even in that time, my dad used to come, go in Europe or in the States here to play basketball and go back home. He didn't want to come here to stay or live here. Mm -hmm. You know, and then in my generation, things change, right? And then, but that's where I got ready, you know, my dad, my hero. 
But then and on top of that, I had to fight myself with the situation of the country, right? So like I say, you you wake up and to go play basketball, you go back home, you don't have nothing to eat, bro. Mm. Like sometimes you just eat green tea, you drink green tea with a, you know, a little sandwich. That's for dinner. But this is what I find interesting about you, people that don't have the privilege to get to know you personally or get up close. You're a really nice, humble person. So that come that I mean that speaks to your character. Where did that come from? Did that come from the discipline of coming from having nothing and getting it and yes. then in valuing that or is it just like I just, something I just taught? appreciate everything. When you appreciate everything, you 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 understand that. Mm-hmm. I just appreciate everything. I appreciate any Every second, of, every second of this life, anything, every time when I wake up in the morning, if I have uh, something, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, it's important because, like I say, bro, I used to go, like you said, you, you saw the videos, I used to go beg for food, left for food at the restaurant, right? Mm. So right now, the, right now when, I, when I have all those things, to me, it's hard to appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And when you appreciate that, and then that's one of the reasons why I say I always like to go back home to do the things I used to do and always think about it. So I can remind myself who yeah. I am, where I come from, because if I forget about those things, that's that's where I'm gonna forget who I am, where mm-hmm. I come from, and I'm gonna try to focus on living what is right now. All it was right now is not what it made me to be who I am. What it made made me who I am is my story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, my story. That's important. My story, and that's why I always try to try to live off of my story. But it's crazy, though, when you watch your story and you watch the documentary, the one thing I got concerned about was because now that you do have so much and you are so visible having so much and you have this big heart when you go home, like, how do you protect not being taken advantage of? Because there was one part of the documentary where, like, tons of people showed up at your house and, like, you felt the need to go out and talk to everybody. But, I mean, you can't help everybody. Bro, you know, when you work work with God, you 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 don't worry about all those things. You protect it. You know, that's one thing about me since day one. When you work for God, you don't worry about other things. You know, and uh, I know He chose me to be here for reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, all I have to do my part is, you know, keep working in the morning, work hard, put a lot of work, go back harder, and you know, help others people, and then He gonna do the rest. Mm. Like you say, you know, anything can happen, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But because I work with Him, and uh, I don't worry about what I'm, you know. As soon as I know, hear what I. But I always think, right? Nobody's perfect, right? We we all nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect, but I always try to do my best I can, you know, you know, to show, you know, my God, like, you know, uh, you ch- I know you chose me to be here, and uh, you didn't you didn't mistake to choose me to be here, right? I'm gonna try to do my best I can, you know, to show you, and to show you because of you. I know because of you that I'm here, mm-hmm. right? So. That's why I already get my confidence. And even when I go back home, I don't have bodyguard. I know. I, I saw don't have bodyguard. That, I, I saw that. Okay. So, you know, and uh, you know what? Hey, it, this is how what it is, man. You know, but I don't have bodyguard and um, I don't drive a fancy car when I go back home. Mm-hmm. And everybody, when I go back home, is like, really? Like, he really playing? Like, what kind of guy he is? Like, he's weird. Mm. Because, you know, coming from where I come from, right? When somebody's made it somewhere or they have something, when they go back home, it's always show. Mm-hmm. It's always a short time. Mm-hmm. You know, you see a nice car. You know, my brother's from Africa, you know. Yeah. You go back home, you have to show off. Like, yeah, I made it now. You know, I was I was broke here, and I'm come back here, I made it. You know, everybody used to laugh at me. You know, who, everybody used to make jokes at me. Now, look me now. But when I, me, is different. When I go back home, I don't really care if you, because people used to laugh, laugh at me. I was tall, skinny, and I walk in the street with no shoes. 
you know, and uh, if I have even fam- even my family, people, my family, they used to tell me you waste you waste your time to play basketball, go find a job, why? But that's that's not matter. When I go back home, I'm still be the same person, you know. And also, you know, like people think sometimes, especially back home, when you go back home, if you become somebody, you have to act different ways, mm-hmm. why? So so people can respect you. That's interesting you say that though, because I feel like here in the United States, people that don't really have shit, they they try to pur- purport they that they airs. have it on Instagram, so yeah. they get that feeling that people. No, st- let's forget about Instagram because if you start not talking real. about Instagram, like we know it's real, it's yeah. not real. But mm-hmm. I'm saying in general, right? When you go back home, like your hometown, like I need to show. You know, it's normally people, well, not normally people, but most people, they will try to show, like, oh, you know, what? I'm Serge back. You know what I'm saying? Like I have everything, right? But I always, I always. Uh, ask myself why are you doing that because you know I'm gonna wear nothing right and even even if I don't do it it's gonna change nothing in my life so hmm. Hmm. what's good y'all and it's time for another Hollywood hookup Hollywood hookup so get this the summer is almost coming to an end and that means no. it's time to get back to school and it's time to get back to business so if hmm. you have a small business like I do or a big business I got something that can help you if you like, you know, get anxiety going to the post office. I do. That's me. Mm-hmm. Or you just don't like going to the post office because of I traffic. Don't. All types of things. It's all types of situations, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you something to help simplify and also help your business. What is it? It's called Stamps, baby. Stamps.com <laughs> brings all the amazing services of the U.S. post office right to your computer. That's so convenient. You have a computer right there. I do. That's all you need. Whether you're a small office sending invoices or you're an online seller shipping out products. That's what I do on the side. Mm-hmm. Or uh, even have a warehouse with thousands and thousands of packages a day. Stamps.com can handle that all with ease. That's amazing. It is amazing. So with Stamps.com, you get five cents off of every first class stamp, up to 40% off a of priority mail. Holy cow. Did you hear me? I did. 40% off of priority mail. That's amazing. Stamps.com, guys. It's a no-brainer. Saving you time and also Money. Yeah. Very important. It's no wonder why over 700,000 small businesses already use stamps.com. No way. Including me. What? So get this. Right now, my listeners, our listeners, get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Use the digital scale the way it's intended, peeps. To send stuff, okay? Yeah. The right stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Just go to (laughs) stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in unlock that stamps.com and enter unlock and that's your hollywood hookup baby yeah, yeah. You, so i was going to ask you Go so down. you're you you know you're filled with um gratitude and you clearly humble and i wondered do you still have love for the game the same way that when you were oh, drafted yeah. do you still the, love the, the game no, that's why because after like, Ooh, after like but after yeah, like the yeah, 10 hustling. after the 10 12 year I'm mark a, like of, you said i'm hustling man yeah you, you, the business but that's, of the but NBA. That's what I was gonna say because Floyd's been on the show and mm-hmm. Floyd said he doesn't care for boxing it. He, like he's over, but maybe that's because he's at the end of his career. Yeah. Maybe at the end. Yeah, maybe he's twelve saying, years yeah, in. But. At the end, but like like why not? I just come from two hours uh, workout. Mm-hmm. Uh, two just hours now? workout. Three three hours workout. Straight. Why now? Wow. Straight from my workout, take sh- shower and come yeah, here. Yeah, but that's why you're one of the sexiest men in Hollywood. I mean, these <laughs> women. This is just... nothing to do with oh, basketball. Oh, sir. Let me tell you something. We're going to get there. Go ahead. Keep talking. <laughs> you're going to make me jump in the window. I, I do have a quick question. <laughs> what a, wait, wait, wait. Let him talk about his love for basketball and then, like, let's. It's about know. basketball. Oh, okay. it's, to me, listen, I'm here because I want to inspire people. Jason. Yeah. Right? That to me is important. So. Have you ever had the pleasure of uh, connecting or talking to Hakeem Olajuwon? Yeah. Because how I get this vibe from you, I've watched a lot of interviews and see how people revere 
Lajuan, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of getting that same vibe. Have y'all ever got to meet and yeah, have a conversation? Be, yeah, we you know we I never have a real opportunity to have a conversation with him like that, but mm-hmm. we you know we we met a couple times. You know I, I respect him. I say to me he's like he's, he's like it. To me he's like my big brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it's him and then Dikembe Mutombo. Of course, those people are to respect them. They do, you know, those people. They they the people really make the way for us to be here. So, so you're only 29 years old. I'm 30, uh, man. Are bro. you 30? What? Jeez. Why does it say 29 here? I should know it was 30 because it's next month. So we are September. Already, no, but right? you're 29 September. right now. It's but yeah, it's September. Yeah, September. So I'm, 20, I'm 30, bro. You're 29 right now. I'm 30. Your 29th birthday. <laughs> it's September, bro. Your 29th. When's your birthday? Hold on, September hold on. 18th. His 29th September. birthday. He invited a group of friends to the Dominican Republic to celebrate his party. Oh, his Christ. birthday. The thing is, I I now feel like he purposely told me that to go to the other side of the island because he was partying on the other side of the uh, island. But nonetheless, <laughs> this year we should all go party with you because you're you're pretty fun in private. You're very low key though. Well, you know, uh, I I mean I don't know what to say about it, but uh, you know I'm I'm like anybody. You know, I just try to keep my thing private. Well, you're not like Tristan Thompson, the one that threw me uh, out of the party. Please, uh, no, no, I you don't don't, go there. I've never been kicked out of party until I went to hang with you. But it wasn't your fault. You you would have fought for me to stay. Well, there. I don't really know what you have with him, so. <laughs> So you don't have any riffs or anything with any players that you play against? Anybody ever talk shit too much when you, you know? What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm just saying, you know, I know there's like friendly competition and people that just talk shit all the time. You've never yeah. been playing ball and it's like the same guy that's always just talking shit, hating. Yeah. Like, are you cool with Marquise Chris? <laughs> we cool. Okay, you're cool now. Yeah, I'm kind of person like, you know, and, you know, first of all, uh, what happened between me and him, you know, I know I, the soon after, you know, I was walking off the court. I know I fucked up already. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And that was the that one. Was, it, that was, was that the one he bopped in the head? You know, yeah. so, you that know. That was the things, ang- yeah. Things happened the moment I was, you know. Things happened the moment I was hot in the moment. And then. Uh, Grabbed him by the throat, punched him in the face. And then, uh, you know, passion. things happened between <laughs> us. And then, uh, you know, I already know how you know how you just fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So, and, um, you know, and uh, it's over. Like, we, if I see him, I'm say, what's up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, That's how like, we usually get it done. You know, so That's how we get it done. You know, like that's happened. You know, during basketball on court, that's it. But we, there was like a huge consequence for losing four hundred and forty-seven thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, huge consequence. Yeah, oh my God, that's a lot of money, bro. Mm. That, that 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 hurt too. That that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's that a hell of a lot too. of money. And I'm gonna tell you another thing about four hundred and forty-seven thousand is the amount of links on Instagram. I mean, on on Google that I found. People wanted to know this sweater. This you have a picture online. I don't know if you know this. You probably don't Google yourself. But there's a picture of you online in some gray sweatpants, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, this anaconda!" Like they, 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 they I. This is your friend talking. I don't care. But for the millions of people that follow us and watch this shitty show, who are like, "Jason, you gotta ask him about this um, gray sweatpants." Was that just like a thing that just happened that day, or was? I, I don't even know, bro. Like. I don't know. Do you want to bring up the picture, Jason? Do you have it? Well, we'll writing? put it on the screen. It's, okay. I mean, the, yeah. the women watching this, all the women are sitting at home. So, with what do you have to say about it, bro? Well, they were, they, I, I can't ask you the question. They just want to ask, like, Melissa, you ask okay, what, he, okay, I like okay, Tell me, what do women want to know about it? Or well, ask me. Okay, so I have this meme about gray sweatpants, you know? Okay. So, it's a guy wearing gray sweatpants and his girlfriend's. So, like, you like guys with gray sweatpants? Well, the, the meme. No, I'm asking you. Uh, yeah. Oh. No, she likes guys <laughs> with really large penises. She's said that <sighs> on the show. No, 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 no. But the thing you know, my daughter. She may be watching this interview. Okay. Okay. okay so. Okay. So, so well, uh, <laughs> you tell me you like guy. So guy the, the well, the meme says, you know, oh, where oh. are you going dressed like a slut? 
you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, what sorry. girl doesn't like gray sweat? Melissa, ask so a you question. You're a journalist. Do your job. Okay, please. I'm trying to I'm trying to word it so that a so nine-year-old will not get offended. She is not watching. She is in school. She's become smart as her father. She is not worried about okay, this show. Okay, go ahead. Is, is, Melissa, it, ask him. Every a, single woman is wondering, like, mm-hmm. was it, is it just. Just go straight for the kill. <laughs> is it, let, let is, it a, is it actually. Shit, no, Jason. Ask the question. <laughs> let, let, let her Sorry. do her job, bro. Thank you, thank you, Sarge. Do your job. Yeah, did, go ahead. Ask, ask the way you want, okay? But don't, 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 don't. Did you have a banana me. in your pocket, or is that just, is that just the way that it is? Well, uh, <laughs> 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 that's all I could come up with. I'm you sorry. know what? Because um, every woman's thinking, "Are you hungry? How hungry are you?" <laughs> how hungry I am, Melissa. You know, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know why? It's what it is like. I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> you know, I, I'm no, I don't really know what to say because I feel like even if you have something, you don't, you cannot say like I have this, right? So, right. If you why? have, the, if you why have, have the, to say that, if you have the magical, you, t- unicorn, you tell me why I have to say. It. I have no idea because I don't have one. But, I, you're, but you're blushing, and you typically don't blush. I am not blushing. You're She's absolutely. This blushing. is this is rouge. You ain't that had I it on the applied. last show, but okay. <laughs> So speaking of uh, being very private, you know, this is just uh, the one pop culture moment. You know, I say to Serge, I said, Serge, you got to come on the show. He goes, oh, you're going to be messy. I said, I promise you won't be messy because I really like Serge Ibaka. He's a great guy. Yeah, he does. But when I show up to work, I have to ask questions that the fans want or else they talk shit to me, you know? Why are you, th- you going to talk shit to you? Why? Well, I mean, we were kind of waiting a little long that I thought you were going to standing this up and leaving us waiting like you did, Kerry Hilson. But <clears throat> most people are going to want to know because it's been so long that this relationship has ended. But still, but you there's just no say, closure. You just say it's been so long. Why Why am I going to be here talking about something? I don't so know long. why and people want to know. Especially, she may have someone already in her, in her life. Why am I going to be here talking about it? It's like you, Melissa. Why? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something. I'm going to ask you questions. Oh, oh Christ. Mm. So, no, no, it's not. Take, okay, it's turn. It's like, it's like, let's, say, let's say like. We learned deflection from Wendy Williams. No, no, no. We come back to that question. So you, you are, let's say you have someone in your life. Uh-huh. Right? And then you, you, would you like to see your ex sit down somewhere in front of camera talk about you? Touche. As, as a woman, you have your man already in your life, and you tr- you put your life, you know, your life is together now. Mm-hmm. And somebody just comes, start talking about your ex, start talking about Melissa. Yeah, what do you I like listen. To? I I understand exactly where you're coming from no, because if if I did also have a question, please. No, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Okay, I am so agreeing with you. I do understand. Yeah. However, I do also understand our audience. I understand audience, but, but you guys yeah, were you guys were public. The, so now that you yeah, guys were public for, on for, the ground for her for her respect, have for her. Uh-huh. You know, she have somebody in her life. I'm not gonna be here, sit down, talk about her. You know, so I just. I guess that basically answers the question that yeah, he has a lot of respect for her and so and I'm, regards yeah. her fondly. Exactly. So that was mm-hmm. that a conscious decision to have respect for each other's privacy to just move yes. on and yeah. let it go. Exactly. Okay. You you got it. You you. I'm sure you know already. You just. I know. It. I don't. I okay. Wasn't now there. you got it. Yeah. Exactly. That's the point. Jason, this is the first time I've ever seen you blushing. No, I'm not blushing yeah, at all. Are you good, no, listen, let's be clear. <laughs> Serge is a brother. We're going to leave it at that. Whether he has a anaconda in his sweatpants or he misses Carrie is not my personal business. Okay, I like that. Do you ever wish, though, that that relationship was still like alive? Like, do you ever regret any relationship? Is there any relationship that you go, I really wish I was still with that person? I'm going to say nothing about it. I already told you. Okay, so I was talking to Serge the other day. He has one child. He has a daughter, as we all know. If you watch the documentary Mm -hmm. that he found out at the age of five, he had a daughter in the Congo. Mm -hmm. 
I was saying he's young, he's still vibrant. You know, you've been talking a lot about having kids. Um, have you? Oh. What? 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 You, yeah, you, you said you want kids? a kid. Wait, what? You said you, you want a kid. Kids, what? Uh, That's what you say. It's I. I need to be married. And really? Kids. Yeah, I've said that. I yeah. said that on our on the show. You weren't here. It was me and Damage talking about it. True. She and said I she's and not I doing said that. for me, children and marriage, they are uh, they are exclusive. For, but, for but, me. But would you marry an African who can have multiple wives? You can have multiple wives? No, he, he, he he's not talking about me. He said, <laughs> I, I no, wait, no, no. no, no like, literally, can you have multiple wives if you wanted I, to? I, I don't want to. I don't want that. You just don't want but to, but you for, could. Yeah, I could, but I don't want that. So you want a wife with, you? when you have another kid, you'll be married, you think? Yes. I love next, African yeah. men, if that's the question. You like Africans. I always have. And you like Africans with big penises. <laughs> no, you, no, sorry. You like guys with big penises. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Really. But isn't that kind of a broad spectrum? Like, I just like Africans. Do you like Central Africans? Okay, I like the west side of Africa. Is Congo on the west side? No. Yeah. No. Ish? It's in the middle. No. It's in Central Africa. So you like Central Africa. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, they, they usually, you yeah. know. The East Side's not really my thing. Wait, so I'm trying. I've never been to Africa. I'm you really been in Africa. No, we oh, were. Make, you were supposed sense. to make an intro. I was supposed to go to it Ghana. Yeah. It. So I'm just trying to geographically understand the layout. So there's the East Side, the West Side, and then there's Central. What's and in Central? South. But what's That's in Central? So Central, you have Congo, you have uh, Gabon. Okay, we can stop. You there. have so uh, Cameroon. Cameroon. Mm-hmm. Angola, Co- uh, Ivory Coast. I always thought that the, they were all on the west side, no, like Nigeria. No. No, and then, not, not, then you have Nigeria out there, mm-hmm. you have Ghana. You got, mm-hmm. you know, so whole. why don't you, you like to do a lot for communities. He does a lot in his country. Yes, yeah, so like, let's talk about your charity. Wait, yeah. wait, I'm not done setting okay, this up. Sorry. You like Africa. He's from Africa. Why don't you go back and let him like show, show you, me around, show you what Africa got going on. Jason's yeah. doing some charity right now. Yeah. <laughs> I I would like to go to uh, to Africa. I would like to go to Ghana because it's the year of the return. It is. Yeah. yeah. So I would really That's like the to. You, you really need to go visit Ghana. Yeah, I am. But this is kind of like the year of the return too, because you guys have been friends, right? You know. Um, Chris, yeah, I know I'm So for Chris is your. He's like one of your marketing agents. Yeah. Um, and Chris is one of like my best friends ever. So I, I met her. So I've known Serge since he was like 21 years old, 2021. Was he like a, what, what was the 21 year old Serge like? He barely spoke English. Really? Like it was like, uh, hello and goodbye. But (laughs) you taught him. So did he speak? It was not me. At the time, at the time, did he speak more with his eyes? I didn't make eye contact. Why? Because he's, he's seven feet. That too. I mean, because you privately have talked about him like a god. I mean, I'm not going to. Let's Stop change it. the subject. Let's change Stop the subject. Stop it right now. So you came to my birthday party with <laughs> Angela Simmons. I thought you said something really remarkable because a lot of guys, I think, clout chase for women to like take pictures with them to make it look like something. And you were clear from the beginning, like, yo, this is my friend. And you even said, like, I don't even like taking pictures with my f- uh, girl female friends, friends, female friends, Thanks. because I don't like people trying to attach us to each other which is very rare to hear a guy say what why why do you put so much thought into protecting them and your you know so yeah, like i say you know um you know you, i can have a female friends right but she she have uh she have a boyfriend or she's married just think about it then uh one day is a picture of us together and it's out there and then all over the places people saying oh serge is with her or she's with serge how's how she gonna feel or how her man gonna feel? 
like me five girl like you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm proud man you know I, you know we all men like you know mm-hmm. we all have our ego right mm. so if why I, you didn't say me i got I mean, like, no, you no, asking the question we talking about our woman you know what I'm saying? How we feel about our don't woman. Don't try. No, no, asking the question. I'm, I'm, then I'm telling her because I'm asking you too. You have your, your pride, your ego, right? A little bit. So, <laughs> anyway. So, uh, this thing about it, right? Uh, you, have a, you, you have a girlfriend and uh, she have a friend. Mm-hmm. It's a you know, male friend. And there's some picture of them somewhere. They was together and then everybody starts saying like, or, you know, it come out like they're together. How are you going to feel about it's pr- it? It's problems. Especially if it's you. I'm feeling some That's type me. of no, way. No, it's, it's exactly. problems. You know, he's tall, he's cool. Once, it's once he beat them walls down, you ain't coming back. I'll still come back. <laughs> he's, he's literally <laughs> no, talking about being like, friends. No, there's a whole chat <laughs> So that's one of the reasons. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. I yeah. got lost in that. My mind is... No, I know. Okay. I can I can understand that. So that's like, one of the reasons, you know, like, it's like, you know, it, sometimes it kind of, it kind of, you know, like I told you last time, it's kind of, you know, I don't say it's fucked up. Yeah. You know, because sometimes I want, sometimes I want, I just want, I just want to hang out with my female friend. I want us to go, you know, go somewhere. You know, especially if she's attractive too. People right away, they're going to think like, that's what I'm saying. You if know, y'all both was ugly as hell, you know, nobody would ever do that. I, shit. I get that exactly. problem all the time. So it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like then you, before you go out, then you start, you know, okay, you, you know, like, think it's about like, come on, man. I, I just want to leave my line. Like, let's go out, let's go have a dinner. Let's go, you know what I'm saying? So you don't believe in crossing the boundaries. If you have a female friend and say one night you have a little bit too much moe and you, you guys want to go and have private time, can you have that conversation and say, look, I'm going to beat that thing down tonight, but tomorrow <laughs> we're just friends, friends and we ain't putting no pictures on Instagram. You know, you, I, you know, we've been in a situation before like that. I'm not saying it's never always like that, but I'm saying like if it's just your friend, friend, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, she have somebody, I have someone, like, you know what I mean? It's like, Sometimes it's kind of it's kind of fucked up, you know. I'm trying to you know like last time to come to your birthday, I had to start thinking, you know what, fuck, I don't want to go there or you know, like whopping for the pictures, like. And then you even ask me, I said, no, we just cool. But as soon as you walked in and she turned around, you know, the first thing I said was, is this an exclusive? I thought it was a birthday present. Yeah, I was ready no, to, you, you know? know. So uh, it's like it's it's like they're here, but at the end day, you have to be, you know, like sometimes you cannot care about what people say all mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, you know, sometimes you you have to just say, you know, fuck it. Can you have whatever thing? But the problem is, if you have somebody in your life, that's what's going to become a problem. That's what's going to happen. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm single, I don't really, I can say fuck it. If people can think whatever they think about me with with her, right, or with my friend. But if I have somebody in my life, mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> but you single? No, I'm exactly. I'm saying like, if I'm single, I don't care. But let's say like she have somebody. Yeah, I, I get I, it. You trying to protect her? Yeah, you you just thinking you know ahead. My question is, are you able to have sex with a girl that is your friend? And you consider her still just a friend, or once you cross that line, it's over. Yeah, that's tough, though. You know, I mean, you know, like we all can say that. Mm-hmm. You know, we can all say that. You know what? Because then here she that's go calling always... in the middle of the night every day. That's <laughs> <laughs> the game. Come over before you go to the game. The game waving. You like, you know? yo. Then you got a whole you know, other championship that's, that's, to worry that's about. Why, like, you know, that's why, and then that's why it's like it's it's hard because, like you said, your question is, is good. That's a good question. We all sometimes men, like when you're on, at the moment, you may think like that. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, we always try, we always lie ourselves because we know what's gonna happen after. Mm-hmm. So, so what's the so it's what true. is the type of woman that can lock Sergi Baca down? Because like nobody knows right now. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> is there? Are you are you open right now to being in a committed full time relationship? Yeah, I'm open. I'm open. I'm about at this time. Like I'm gonna be thirty in a few days, you know, and uh, you know. I think like it's, you know to me it's about that time to get married. 
you know, to find somebody. Of course, I'm just gonna find somebody get married. You know, I'm, it's, it's real about that time. Like, and one of the thing I want, like, that's that's one reason I be single. You know, for so long, I I just I told myself like I don't wanna be in a relationship again, and then uh, just to be in a relationship, and then uh, two three years later and broke broke up. And then start over again. It's just too much, man. It's just too much. Like when I when I was young, I didn't really, I didn't really care about those things. I didn't really know about it. But now I'm like, man, it's just a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. You fall in love with somebody, and then, and then you guys when you guys broke up, and then you have to start again, find a new person. You have to trust that person again. Like mm. it's just a lot of work. That's how I decide. Like this time, if you know, if I'm with someone, it's like we're going all the way up together. <laughs> I, but I was gonna you say, stuck you know, with me. I was gonna yeah. say, I was gonna say, do you regret being? Uh, public about your relationship like is that do you regret that because once it's sort of like once you're a celebrity or you're a superstar and people see you now they have the, now it becomes like they feel like they are a part of it i know i wish you know i wish you know it wasn't like that but it's the life we choose you know and uh all the things we, we try to do in life we choose always have consequence right mm-hmm. it's nothing come perfect mm-hmm. nothing come perfect so maybe that's the consequence of you know be who I am because the love I have playing NBA all that you know so hey, you have to live with that mm-hmm. you know we have to live I'm not complaining I'm just saying you know and I wish it was like back in the day you know you know where, where I used to see my parents when I was growing up but now it's things different yeah. then you you have to just to live with that by knowing like yeah, do, you do your best you can to you know to be who, who you are mm-hmm. because you know social media all that you know it can change you mm-hmm. You know, it can change you. It can try to make you act the way you're not. Have you ever uh, played with some people and you see them kind of change once the team start doing well, they got a little bit more money. It's like, oh, you're not the same yeah. humble dude I used to know. Yeah, yeah. People change, man. People change. So the next person that you're with, I'm going to just ask this question. When you say go all the way up. That's me. Like, I'm I'm going to make sure, you know. That is good. We're good. And then I'm going with her. Like, we're going to marry, we're going to have a family. Because I don't, I just don't want to, like, I just don't want to. Be in the next relationship again, and then just because, like I say again, you know, I'm t- I'm 30 now, and uh, I learn a lot, you know, in life, you know, with mature, you you start to understand things, you grow up, and I'm like, man, you know what? Like I say, man, it, it's hard like to find to find to f- to fall in love with somebody, and be with them, and then a couple of years later, and broke up, and then. Just too much. Like I'm not, you know, I'm just the kind of person. But that's what I was gonna say. For me, I mean, I don't know about you. Just I too know, much, Melissa, man. Melissa, you're Melissa, very, you know, I don't know. You're, like you're very private. You don't. Yeah. When when just is too much, when right? is the right time to go public about a relationship, especially when you're a public person? Um, you know, I was actually gonna ask you. A, to a, me, it's not about right time. Or yeah, I, I was gonna ask you about that. Like, you know, I was gonna ask you, like, were you surprised by like the public scrutiny and like how invested people were in your relationship? But for me. I am extraordinarily private about my relationship because I've got, there's got to be such a sense of trust that this is solid. And for me, it doesn't even mean a a ring on this finger, like, you know, a proposal. I'm still going to be guarding that information, you know, like. So so if Serge proposed to you, you wouldn't even tell me. (laughs) Fuck no. (laughs) Why? I can be messy. Look, I, look how because, you make messy. Because I, can, I, because I, I know how you are when you're exactly. happy about shit and you just want to like, you can't Tell hold water. See, that's the thing. It's not really being messy. It's just like my friends are happy. I'm happy. It's like <laughs> love overload. Yeah, right. yes. yeah. Okay. So let's talk about um, 
this nasty ass show you have on YouTube. Uh, the, uh, how hungry are how you? How hungry are you? I yeah. love this. When show. you first started this YouTube channel, I remember we were sitting somewhere and I go, "Oh, you know, I can help you with YouTube." It, the motherfucker's out of here now. Yeah. Millions and millions of views. You're getting, you're baiting your friends. You're setting your friends up. No, to go to a nice house, you're dressed in a chef hat, everything looks great, and then you feed them worms and shit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> How mm. did that come about? Like, what made you create that? Well, uh, you know, growing up, I used to watch my dad, you know, cook all the time. So, I, you know, I loved cooking, right? And then and one day I was just home and I was boring. Uh, I told my guy, Jordi, I don't know if he's here already. He was supposed to be here. So I told Jordi, um, you know, I would like to do a video of cooking, of, you know, myself cooking, just you know, post on social media for the, my fans, they can see, mm -hmm. you know, different side of me. And then uh, it took me a couple of weeks, you know, to do it. Then I'm start thinking, okay, I want to do, I want to do it, but I, I want to do something different because those days there's a lot of cooking shows out there. But I want to create something can be a little different and catchy. So that's, that's how I come with ideas of cook, try, starting to cook, you know, where Those. does one learn to cook with cur worms? Like, and how do you yeah. choose? No, worms good. good. Worms good, bro. They look good, bro. No, trust listen me. to them. I want some. Worms is good. Okay, I, I, I said I wanted to eat a worm once and look at it's me. Good. Now. It's good. It's <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop. <laughs> All right, so how do you decide? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Did you yeah. just get it? <laughs> I got it, but you can't, you kind of following up with what it. Kind of delayed reaction was that? Oh, man. No, I'm just saying. I, I wish I never did. But okay, so now, so how do you decide what foods your friends get? Because the three of us want to come on the show. Of course, I'm gonna try this out. I'm gonna try to cook bizarre food. There's something people can eat. Yeah, you know, some food where where I come from, people eat there, or people from Jamaica or in Asia, people eat those foods. Oh, and you actually cook it and season it and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. good. Like, you have to make sure, because the, the food already, it's, when you when you, when you when you see the food, it's like, oh, wow. So I have to make sure it tastes good, too. So when somebody going to try they say, oh, actually, it was good, you know? Yeah, I don't know what you did, but the DeRozan one where we shot behind the scenes, my team was eating the worms. I'm like, y'all didn't have yeah, to it was eat. Good. It was you good. just had to film behind the scenes. No, I'm, I try to make sure everybody's in the room had to try. Okay, so what did the worms taste like? Or the way I did, it tastes like almost like popcorn. Ah. Fried it. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm with yeah, that. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, what cool. happens if you Cook eat it, it and then they're like moving around in your stomach? They don't want to move around. Okay. They're dead. Yeah. They're dead, bro. Can we coat them in like some breadcrumbs and some Parmesan? Maybe? You're just saying because okay. you never grow up somewhere. You mm -hmm. have no choice. You have to eat it. Trust me. Mm. Well, she was just saying earlier on one of our last shows that like part of becoming culturized and like really like understanding the world and how big the world is, is traveling and getting yeah, out. Do, and do you travel? I do travel, but where? Do where? Miami, uh, LA. Hilarious. Don't, don't play with me. <laughs> no, I'm asking. I you. get to London. I've been to Paris. I've London? been to. I've been to Japan. I've been. I've been around mm -hmm. Australia. I get out. Mm -hmm. I went to Dominican Republic. Remember the time you left me stranded? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, but no, I mean, I haven't been to China where there's like a, you know, like a dog sitting there. Like I, I saw recently a friend of mine was in China and there was like a skeleton of a dog sitting outside a restaurant because okay. whatever but he said like they serve actual like different types of animals that like i'm not eating so if i went no, to dogs no come on well, if i went to china if i went to china I'd probably you know like just eat rice rice <laughs> i say the whole trip. they have mcdonald's there too yeah but that, then yeah. that could be like a mcdonald dog do i don't know no. i don't know what to say because i've never been in china so okay. i'm going actually i'm going for a preseason my first time when when so is that exciting can we